Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Black Collar Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Aki Aki. Hello, hello. We're just going to be chilling. No uh, mochi today. Yeah, he's being a little ass cream. And a little mochias cream. But it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's... How you been? How's your week been? uh, It's been all right. Just been, uh, you know, working... Doing that kind of stuff. Just chilling. Yeah. Nothing too exciting. I'm with you, man. I've just been trying to enjoy my week. For some <clears> reason, <throat> I've been I've been taking naps, dude. I feel like I have some sort of narcotic. Because that shit just makes me... I get tired out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh. Oh, but, shit. The recording just restarted for some reason. Fuck it. Oh. I'll try and merge the two recordings. We'll do that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, fucking just been really tired lately, man. My head's been not necessarily hurting, but it's been feeling weird. And I haven't been able to sleep well at night. Maybe you have a uh, sleep apnea. I don't know. It's something. I, I know this. <clears throat> Once I clean my room and tidy everything up and make my bed and all that i typically feel better but yeah yeah i mean it, it could be two things it could be like a mental thing well i get well not two things it could be so many things that's like affecting your sleep <clears throat> but um if you're really like feeling like you never really get real sleep you might have sleep apnea bro i feel like i do because i never feel like i have a full fucking i never feel rejuvenated yeah, if you ever like, if you ever like, wake up and you're just like feeling like you're like kind of out of breath, not like, mm. not like panting or anything, but like you're just like, you know, you wake up and you're just kind of like, <sighs> type of thing. You could have yeah. sleep apnea, bro. I know. Um, <clears throat> for a little bit, like my dreams, like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have any dreams. So it would just, everything would be black sometimes. You know what I mean? Even when I was supposed to be dreaming. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'll fucking, I'll wake up and it's not, I know it's not the sleep paralysis because sleep paralysis is a little bit different, but like I'll wake up some days or I used to anyway, I should say, and I'll forget how to, I'll forget how to move my body, like my arms, my legs, I couldn't move them. And then like, I would have to, it would freak me out. And then I'd sit there for a second, then I'd roll my body over and then I'd slowly be able to move my hand and then I'd work. That's a weird thing, how our brains work, man. How our brain plays those, uh, you know, mind warfare games with you. Yeah, it's pretty strange. It's like, me, sometimes it's like, it's not like I lose, like, functionality, necessarily. But it's like, sometimes I, f- like, forget, like, like how to, like, have tension. Like, um... Like, say I, like, wake up and I, like, I'm, like, trying to, like, open a water bottle. Because I have a water bottle by my bed. And sometimes I just, like, can't, like, figure out how to grip it. Like I, you know what? That's, just, that's our brains being still foggy. They're mm-hmm. not firing off on every cylinder. Yeah. Imagine if our brain could fire off every cylinder, every little cell that we have up there. And just think about the possibilities. Cause, I mean, I know we can fire off like, at least part of our brain. At least we feel like we're firing off 100% of our brain. Yeah. But we're never going to ever fully fire off 100%. Yeah. 
I think if we were firing off 100% of it, like if we were constantly like in full, full, uh, not control, but like if everything was like fully functioning 100% of the time, I think what would uh, happen is our bodies would kind of shut down because we would like we as a human would become so aware of everything that's going on, like breathing. We would we we would like be consciously thinking about breathing and like having our blood flowing and our heartbeat. And it would cause more problems. Have you ever thought about breathing before? Like, actually thought about it? Yeah, I do it every day. It's kind of weird. If you sit down and think about if how how we just breathe, like it just manually does it on its own. Yeah, it's just and like how if... you can make your brain not breathe too. Like, there's times where you can really make your brain just stop. Yeah, breathing, it's, make your body breathe. it's like um, like for an example, like. Now that I bring up blinking, you're probably more cautious about the way you're blinking. Right, makes you want to blink, or when somebody yawns, it's just those uh, involuntary responses. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty nutty, like when you really think about it. Yeah. But on a lighter note, I have a I have a question that I've been wanting to ask. Mm-hmm. It's like a few days ago, just saving it for this podcast. Do so. you? Are you like when you are uh, well, first of all, are you like a candy eater? Do you like candy? Yeah, I do. Do you like Skittles? Yeah. Are you a flavor by flavor Skittle eater or are you a pour some in my hand and then dump the whole thing in your mouth? Yeah, sure. The last one. (laughs) I don't know anyone. Go ahead. They're all the same flavor, technically. If, think um, about it. They're technically all the same. Flavor. I mean, at the end of the day, they're, they're all like overly sweet sugar bombs that just go off in your mouth. They have a slightly different flavor. Right. It's only slight. It's not going to be anything to where you like. Of course, when they have different flavors, like the tropical blend and all that, of course, those taste different. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just going piece by piece, it's like, of course, yeah, I would just rather have them all at one take. They taste better. Yeah. Well, I'm think- this. Would you rather freeze your uh, like fruit roll-ups and I like to I like to freeze my my fruit roll-ups and all that good stuff. And then uh, eat it. I honestly cannot remember ever having fruit roll-ups in my house. So, oof, you're missing out. Can't really uh, like pinpoint really. that. <laughs> you never had no fruit snacks in your house? Uh, no, not really. Well, if you ever do get some fruit snacks, my boy. Put them bitches in the freezer. Try like, that shit. I like fruit leather, but I don't think that's really like the same thing. Yeah, so it's the exact same thing. It's a fruit snack. No, but it's like texturally a little bit different. It's like almost like eating like hardened al- applesauce. My boy, I have these things called fucking organic something. They're a fruit snack. As long as they got some type of fruit and it's a gummy and it has a gelatin type of flavor. It, no. does t- you, it don't taste like no type of gelatin when you bite it, bro. It has to have something to hold it together. Uh, the ones that I had were like the Mexican ones, and they were like fruit puree. And that was right, like the only mine ingredient. Mine is fruit puree. Yeah, that's that's the only ones I've ever had, and I would eat them in the store. Because well, it'd be like our roller. snack. 
This nigga said in the store. Yeah, like you know, we we pick them out and then we like hold on to the wrapper so my parents could scan them. Yeah, you're lucky. My mom would have been like, put put that shit back in the basket. They're gonna make us buy it twice now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's pretty much. Yeah, that's kind of it. You ever came have to you my had... house? Have oh, I heard what? Good thing I haven't came to your house and and asked for fruit snacks. Oh, there that wouldn't would be, be any. Yeah, I'd be shit out of luck. <laughs> uh, you were saying if I ever had something. Have you ever had fucking gummy bears? Yeah. Uh, they would. Have you ever had them like infused with alcohol? No. Oof. Different world. That just Different doesn't. Time. That doesn't sound pleasant to me. It's not. Whoever says it is is a liar. But um, that yeah, should taste absolutely disgusting. But it's kind of cool how they absorb all that water. Yeah, I would imagine that it It just... pretty drunk. I'd imagine it just tastes like alcohol. (laughs) To be honest. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like alcohol. I like whiskey. I like a nice, light IPA if I'm going to drink an IPA. I know, I don't like the dark shit, guys. It's just disgusting. I like IPAs. What can I say? Me and my frat brothers, we used to go down to the... uh, craft brewery and we'd pick out a few uh good bottles yuck <laughs> i mean yeah. don't get me wrong don't get me wrong they do have some good beers some good ipas but i've yet to just been like hmm, let me order one of those bad boys you're like a blue moon like white girl huh blue moon is i don't care for blue moon too much it's all right if you get it served correctly but i, I was just using that as like a reference point like that like it's typically if you're if you're gonna have, like girls bro they're typically all up in them seltzers now i feel like the everyone's seltzers. into seltzers bro seltzers are not where it's at those are not popping <laughs> i beg to differ the only seltzer water that i like is the bubbly okay and buble and Buble, right, that's what I think of it too. <laughs> he made me, I tried it once, bro, and I was like, damn, this is actually delicious. The LaCroix shit is fucking disgusting. Anybody I love it, bro. Yeah, you're a psychopath. I love but, it all. Um, Buble is pretty good. Give me an arrowhead seltzer, like seltzer water, like cherry, mm, grapefruit, lime, lemon. Ooh, the citrus flavors, bro, they hit different. I'm telling you. Yeah, those probably do hit a little different. And like Perrier. Oh, bro. Perrier grapefruit. Oh, that's so good. So it's, it's such a slap. It. Yeah, Perrier is very good because it's like sparkling mineral water. We know something funny about sparkling water. Mm. <clears throat> so sparkling water was only for the rich back in the day. Even though they had natural sparkling water fountains like there's natural springs that have sparkling water yeah that, which that, is crazy to think about that's sparkling water sparkling water is natural uh then you have seltzer water which is uh like carbonated like a beverage let's see that sparkling water uh i can't remember what video i was watching it was really interesting uh this guy kind of just traveled around different different parts of this area of the country and 
was trying this water and he went to this one water well and was like yeah this is the oldest water you'll ever taste because it was so many years old and i guess it tastes just like you know sparkling fizzy water yeah um yeah that is that is the difference i i believe um lacroix is Ash? sparkling and i think yeah. um bubbly is uh seltzer i think i could be wrong well if i had to choose between the both choose the bubbly well i'll destroy bubbly i would also destroy lacroix though so it's like i like i like it dude it's just like fizzy water with flavoring like but it's not sweet i love it so good you know what else was pretty good Hmm. <clears throat> I had this fucking delicious rum yesterday. I never had some rum like this. It was uh, it was called an f bomb. Very delicious. I'd, I'd actually get another one of those. It was like a lemonade with a sparkling drink. I'd buy a couple of those. Yeah. Oh yeah. But man, I had some pizza yesterday. It was okay. Again, it's Ferrelli's. Oh, bro, Ferrelli slap. Ferrelli's is okay. It's not, it's, it wasn't bad. I didn't not enjoy myself. You know what I mean? I was like, hmm. I would eat this again without all the extra shit on top of the pizza. Okay. Tell okay. me why. I even asked the dude, I was like, does it come with extra shit on top? He was like, no. I was like, okay, cool. And then it came, he, the pizza comes out and it has fucking onions and all this extra shit. And I'm like, motherfucker. Nothing on it. What is your what is your go to pizza? Basic, bro. I'm a pepperoni bitch. I love pepperoni. I don't mind a good cheese pizza every so often. Like I don't. I'm not gonna go out of my way and be like, "Oh, can I get a cheese pizza?" Yeah, but if it's there, yeah. Okay, a cheese pizza be slapping. Yeah, it's got to be made right though. I, you know what? I want to try. I want to try a white sauce cheese pizza. Oh, nope. You lost me there. Well, hear me out. I feel like I'd add a little bit of chicken and a little bit of bacon on it, right? Yeah, and, that's and basically just, chicken, bacon, ranch pizza. Hear me out. Hear me out. And then you put a little barbecue on the top. Uh, nope. Mm-mm. You're missing out. I've had that before. It's not that good. <laughs> where? Where have you had this pizza where I can buy it? Uh, Abella's Pizzeria. Oof, don't know where that's at, and I probably won't find it because it has a Bella, and I think of a Bella Danger. Uh, pretty close. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to Once, s- okay. Let's let's let, let, before we go into that, I want to say one thing about a Bella Danger. She has a very pretty face, right? But she be thinking she got the fattest of the fattest ass, and it's just mm-hmm. not true. I'm sorry, I don't <laughs> like to talk about people, but I just I hate seeing that. And letting it go. I can't let that one go. I feel like that's most women in general. Well, that's a generalization. But some girls, yeah, it's not. You know what's crazy? Back in the day, I know this is going to sound crazy. All the girls are like, nah. But back in the day, I feel like girls used to have either a really big butt and really small boobs or really small boobs and really big butt. Now it's kind of like they got both of them. Yeah, that's that's from uh, like if you take it that way, it's probably from like mixed genealogy. 
little just a dude in the fucking lab just fucking putting scriptures together. <laughs> that and also uh, a little bit of fat ass. A little bit of fat ass in my life. A little bit of big tits by my side. You know, Mamba number five. <clears throat> No, but I uh, uh, I generally think the more I don't want to use the word interbreeding because that sounds really bad. But like, I'm you know, you know, the more biracial couples, we kind of get a little bit of everything. So it's like some some uh, ethnic uh, ethnicities have like more pronounced hips. Or like thighs and like as we kind of more intermingle with other ethnicities it's becoming more rounded literally no literally. <laughs> i just think another thing is it's just our culture too everybody wants to have a big booty big but there's a, there's a difference though it's like you can tell when somebody naturally has like a pronounced butt and then pronounced breasts. And then the people who I like, yeah, I'm not saying you don't, but I'm just saying like, you can tell the difference between someone who's like built muscle in that region. And then someone who just carries their extra fat in that region. Like it's more soft looking and it looks like, you know, a certain way. And compared to someone who has like a muscle booty, <laughs> the strong booty you know cause like at that point it doesn't look as flattering like if it's just pure muscle you know what I'm saying some strong booties be looking good but that's also because they carry a little bit of fat there I, how she gonna be thick with no ass you know anyway off that topic you know do I know what? Going with just our genetics and other thing. I guess going back to our genetics. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't? Why doesn't our brain let us do some of the things? Like why? Why do we have fear? Why do we have this sense of if I do this, I'm going to hurt myself or I can't fail? That uh, I think fear in terms of like harm is more a matter of evolution than it is a matter of genetics. Like, I don't think just because I'm Latino makes me less predisposed to fear than you as a, like an African American. You know what I'm saying? That's true. It's like, I think it's more a matter of like less genetics, more so than evolutionary, like biology. Our biology's different. Our biology's weird. Our setup, our makeup is weird. Uh, I don't think so. Why? What about it? Well, oh, first off. Before I just start rambling, like, let me ask you, what do you think is weird about it? I don't know. Just how we think, how our, how our human nature is, how people want to move around, you know, like, I think with how I think, 
is much more different than how a lot of people think you know i think some people need to be more kinder as other people think more people need to be more assertive more mean i don't like to be like that i like to be a nice guy i think that is less biology and that is more again now when when we're talking about that it's more societal well, again, that that right out—that's part of it. But our human makeup is to be survivalists. We are supposed to survive. Mm-hmm. No what, we're supposed to adapt, no matter what, no matter what cause. And again, we still have there's little aspects of it to where we want to survive, but we also try to find these rituals to find some sort of that sort of balance, but. It's like a purpose. Not even a purpose. I would say... Looking... Man, it's on the tip of my tongue. Right on the... Asserting some dominance, you know? Asserting the... the, Some sort of control over the things that we can't control. Like going to eat dinner every night. Mm -hmm. With your family or with yourself. That is a ritualistic thing that you do. Yeah, gain some type of control over your life, believe it or not. I think it's less about control, personally. Like, this is an opinion, obviously. Um, I think it's less about control and more a matter of comfort. Well, you know, is- we kind of find comfort in patterns. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's like comes down to let's say drinking water right or coffee this is coffee 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 is a better representation like all the people who say don't talk to me until i've had my coffee right Mm -hmm. so it's like more a matter of like you probably don't necessarily need the coffee but the coffee brings comfort and makes you feel like now that i've had my coffee i can be sociable And I think sometimes it just comes down to personality. Oh, yeah, of course. There's so many okay. factors. Human patterns. Yeah, let's change the subject, I guess. Okay. Uh, to what? What tickles your fancy? I don't care. You just take a Dabaruski? I did. Noise, I gotta noise. think for another 40 minutes. Fair, fair, fair. Well, actually, let's kind of stay relatively close to that previous topic. Let's talk let's, about... Let's just go along with it, then. <clears throat> let's talk about... Let's start it. Let's talk now about nature versus nurture. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? I think we have a natural instinct, of course. But I also do think, you know, with the right care and the right guidance, we can go a certain direction. But I still think we're still influenced from the nature side of things. That makes sense. Mm, Yeah. So it's like... It's like, do I think if a serial killer 
had a different parent, would they be a serial killer? I'd probably say yeah. Because a lot of the times when they have that kind of stuff, it's usually like a mental thing. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like more of like a mental thing. They're just like messed up. Like that's some people's parents are fucked up too, so Exactly. So I think yeah, some people some some people who are serial killers, yeah, they might still end up as serial killers. Or some of them might not. Kind of just depends, you know? But it's like trying to find the balance of the way things end up is kind of like a difficult thing. You know? Because we don't really have any way of quantifying that. I mean, you can like... I think with the way like DNA and genetics has come so far, we might have an idea of what makes you more predisposed of that kind of behavior. Nothing's ever going to be this. But at the same time, I think also now, unless a killer is worth like either unfazed by the fact of being in prison for their entire life or are willing to die the moment like a murder or mass murder takes place. Um, the majority of people now wouldn't take the risk that people might've taken in like the eighties. Yeah. There's too many cameras. There's cameras. There's freaking fingerprint like type of thing. You know, uh, DNA is another one or like blood type. It's like, it's more risky now than ever to be a criminal. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. Never really think about that kind of process. And like, people always think to themselves that if I did it, I could get away with it. But I don't think people realize there's so much more and so much unexpected things that can happen in the process of it. Yes, that is very true. But along that, that kind of just shows human nature. That we, not everyone, but with people who think that way, there is a morbid curiosity. You know? Like, why would anyone ever think of, I could get away with murder, or I could get away with robbing a bank, or, you know, various crimes, whatever. So it's like, part of that, like, understanding and being, it's kind of in nature. Yeah, it's our human being, it's our makeup, bro. Everything is about our makeup. Just strange, man. It's all imprinted in our brain. Yeah, and that's. I think that comes down to like the survival thing, like you brought up earlier. Because our brains go way back. We can feel what our ancestors felt, even though Mm -hmm. we don't feel like. Yeah, it's it's strange. 
but then it also comes down to like the whole saying survival of the fittest, right? In modern society, I would say like it might be more, might be less. I would say like 30% of the world's population would not be alive with our current advances. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, like it's a, weird how we advance like we do. Yeah. Like, how does the technology keep getting better? I know we have brilliant minds and stuff like that, but... I think a lot of it is just, like... It's rudimentary. But at the same time, it's complex because the majority of people don't understand how it works. Like, how can someone be so fucking smart? But, like, even if we look back in, like, to the 70s and 80s, right? So it's like TVs. I'm sure the technology in TVs has not changed that much. Other than the fact that we can make certain devices smaller and slimmer. You know? We can make anything smaller somehow, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, but, like, uh, back... In like the 70s or 80s. Everything was bulky as fuck. It was bulky, but at the same time, when you bought a TV, you were giving given a manual to repair it. So, like, if something did happen, you would be at least able to troubleshoot it and then find out why my TV's not working. Why is the screen gone dark? Why is the controls on the the frame not working you you were given that knowledge but nowadays we don't have any of that (laughs) you know people aren't given a repair manual because they don't that's money everything what you just talked about was all money exactly so it's like i feel like the technology itself hasn't changed very much other than the fact that it's been minimized and optimized Because when you think about it, even computers, that's basically what a phone is. It's a computing device. And then from there, it's more of a software change rather than a hardware change. They developed a system that can make operating faster. And then they developed a smaller component system so that way it can fit in a more form factor style of design that's aesthetically pleasing as well as less a burden to carry around that is very true but if if this if we had this technology in the 70s or 80s i think that less people would be willing to throw away a phone because they would be able to or like not using the phone and buy a new one because they would have had the understanding of how to fix the problem. Well, well, did you know we just actually signed or they're trying to have a bill signed here in Washington and where we stay about being able to fix your own device. Mm-hmm. So the phone manufacturers will have to give you 
uh, you know, the tools and all that stuff to fix your own device. Yeah, they they passed or they proposed a bill for vehicles as well. I Thank believe God. I believe that was a couple years back. I don't know if it's still like in limbo or if they're trying to make it pass, but there's so many other things that politics is worried about more so than the consumer rights, if that makes sense. Like, you know, with everything that's been going on. Like, I don't know how enveloped you are in uh, local news, like local stuff, local crimes and such. So I have, I have a, uh, like a news subscription for, for the, for our area where we live. And I kid you not, there's probably a shooting or a murder or something along those lines of a violent act that takes place probably on average every three to four hours. That's absurd. (laughs) It's absurd. Just think about how it's never going to change either. No, I don't think it would. Like we obviously live in America. Um, I think even if they passed a, you know, gun reform law or, you know, made it very, very hard to achieve a firearm, a criminal is still going to find a way to have a gun, regardless of what the law says. Because if that were the case, all the places that have like no firearms for civilians would have zero gun deaths or zero gun related crimes. <laughs> That's just not how it works. Nope. Well, even in, even if you take away our guns, right? There's always going to be another weapon. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if you can't use a knife, you're going to use a lamp. If you can't use a lamp, you're going to use a freaking cutting board. You know, something, anything. It's like the, the ideology of removing one action opens the doors to various actions. But on top of that, if you're like, okay, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know if I want to get too political about it, but, um, like, Gun deaths versus vehicle deaths, vehicle homicides, vehicle injuries. There's more of those, but we're obviously not going to outlaw motorized vehicles. That'd be absurd. Right. <laughs> you know, um, so it's like you can never really make a world where there is zero likelihoods of there being violence. Because at the end of the day, someone wants to kill someone, they're going to use their fists or a rock, anything, slam their head against the wall. You know? Yeah. It's crazy, bro. It's very crazy. I think this is the most American this podcast has ever sounded. America! All the Belgian boys are going to be laughing. They're going to be like... Oh my gosh, stupid Americans. 
<laughs> but no, I don't know. And then on top of everything, man, everything has gotten so absurdly expensive. That too. Like, I don't know how often you buy cilantro. Not very often. <laughs> but, uh, that's a common thing we use in my household. So, a couple years ago, a bunch of cilantro was like 75 cents, 99 cents. It's like $1.50 to $1.75 now. For a oh, bunch of cilantro. Even, uh, bro, I bought a couple of things of meat the other day. I spent a good 170 Yeah, I went to... I went to Costco and I bought a few things and I spent $208 for 10 things. Yuck. And four of those things were meat. So. Yeah, everything's kind of just getting out of pocket, man. It's like, especially where we live, it's just like, we're kind of getting to the point where... You can't even, like, realistically live here without having, like, two or three additional sources of income just for living. Like, I've... I've looked on the... I've looked at the general average of what it cost to rent a studio, one-bedroom, two- and three-bedroom apartment. Like... Not in just the county we live in, but the counties that surround our county. And the average cost of a studio apartment is $1,098 uh, $1, a month for a studio. And then a one-bedroom costs like $1,200. Then a two-bedroom costs $1,500 on average. A three bedroom costs eighteen to nineteen hundred dollars on average a month. That is absurd. Those aren't even houses. That's an apartment. And the crazy thing about even owning a house now, dude, it's not even gonna be all that in a bag of chips. Probably gonna get a little shitter bitter. Yeah, if you if you were like looking to buy a house now, you're getting a one bedroom house and like the sticks with septic poor poor electricity connection and on top of that you're going to have to pay the cable company to run lines so you can have internet and you're looking at like 435,000 <laughs> exactly. it's like still not even but done it's just like that's another thing is like we want so many things to be like free, right? You know, we want free healthcare, we want free education or whatever. But the way that we've developed our systems for so long, if we were to do that, it would like make everything substantially more expensive. we can't physically you know it's just like how okay like for example we 
like our where we live passed a housing act to help low-income families be able to purchase homes well guess what if you're not making like twelve thousand dollars a year and you have like 10 kids you don't qualify for it <laughs> you know so it's like the people who are low to middle class don't even get that housing assistance and the people who are taking advantage of the system get the houses and then those houses will most likely get run down put into foreclosure and then sold to some rich person thus resetting the cycle that's all it is my boy everything's a cycle it's just like how is this like acceptable I just, I don't get it, man. Our world we live in, my boy. We can't change it. We can't try to make any sense of it. The only thing we can do is just live in it. Yeah. To try to be better people. It's just sad, man. It's like for the people like you and I who work daily. And we're just like stuck in perpetual states. And we can't even take the time to actually better ourselves because obviously we're working. We need to have a source of income for whatever it may be. And we just get stuck. It's just sad. It's hard, hard bro. You get stuck where you're at because you can't necessarily move. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't get into a house. One of our, one check, not even that. Probably all of your checks are going to accumulate your your month's rent yeah especially where we live I mean like I make anywhere from 24 to 28,000 or 2800 a month you know if I were to live in a one bedroom apartment buy Mm -hmm. food for myself and my significant other pay for my car pay for insurance and then pay for gas. There's nothing else. There's no other money. <laughs> that's, yeah, literally. So it's like, and I, I think a lot of people in Western culture now are starting to develop the same culture that like a lot of Asian like countries have, you know, where, one home is the family's home, right? And the family lives there. Because it's just becoming less and less realistic to have anything other than that. Because, like, even if you're lucky enough to buy yourself a home, guess what? You still have to pay property taxes every year. Right. It's not like it's home free. You still have to pay utilities Every month. You still have to pay for insurance. On your home. Just in case for some reason something happens. So you get. You still get stuck in the same loop. It's just you're spending your money in other places. So now you're not spending money on rent. But you're spending money on the. Stuff that comes with owning the building you live in. (laughs) 
which is crazy, bro. It's, I wish it's, I could own an apartment <laughs> building or something. No, I don't wish I could own an apartment. I just wish I could own a fucking somewhere. Make my money. Yeah, it would be very nice to own some form of living space. At this point, dude, I'd be happy to <laughs> own half an acre of land with like a tiny home on it that has electricity and power and I can just pay a permit yeah, to have like a little like a little uh shack or something to do recording. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, if you really want to, I'm looking to look for a piece of land myself because I'm gonna do the exact thing. Like you that like, just sounds so much better. And like, okay, that's another thing. Honestly, don't if you're looking at buying a home right now, don't this is not for you, but for the listeners. If you're looking to buy a home right now and you live in a very expensive area, don't buy a home. The homes are probably really crappily made. They are probably not even up to code. There's probably a bunch of things wrong with it that aren't, you know, permitted. You know, you might have to redo a bunch of things and just dig yourself into a big pit. Buy yourself a fresh piece of land that ideally has a either septic or sewage line already ready to go and has electric lines running to it. Ideally, of course, if you can't do that, it's only going to cost you like another 10 to 15,000, but you could be spending more on repairs or undoing unpermitted work and just buy yourself a mobile home or a tiny home or even like a prefab home and you will save money. <laughs> like, don't even think about it. It's it's as tempting as it may seem. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. <sighs> yeah. It's good on you because it's really not right now. We're going to charge you an arm and a leg for a piece of shite. Yeah, like... I seen this duplex. It was run down, bro. Like, it looks like it was probably built in the 70s, got remodeled in the 80s. And they were selling it for... Almost a million dollars. And I was like, anyone in their right mind who bought this thing probably is offering seven fifty so that they can put like another fifty to a hundred thousand in renovations. And if they sell it for almost a million dollars, whoever bought it is smoked out of their mind. Or they're selling money. It's like it's like a duplex on almost in like the boonies. It wasn't even centralized, like it wasn't like downtown or something. It's like how how is that even like legal, bro? To like post your home for sale like a hundred percent over the tax value. It makes no sense. Like I can understand thirty-five to fifty percent, but a hundred percent of tax value—I don't know about that. Oh yeah, like the tax value on this home is uh, that I live in is like five hundred thousand. So if I was to upcharge a hundred percent, that'd mean this house is worth a million dollars by the market standards right now. Which it's not <laughs> in any retrospect. 
It's not worth it. It isn't worth it. I wouldn't want to fucking... I just want... Like I said, bro, I'm really trying to get a piece of land, so... Once I can get this loan, that's what I'm about to do. All you need uh, is 10, 10 to 20% down. Yeah, I get like $50,000. If you had $50,000, you could get a loan up to $500,000. No, I don't have that. I'm talking about I need a $50,000 loan. Uh, That depends on where you're buying the property, my guy. I know. I know. I'm just saying, I just need a $50,000 loan. Find a good piece of property for fifty thousand, which is probably still going to be hard because you can't find that very much. Be... An acre huh? of land right now is probably going to be like, like eighty to ninety. 80. Yeah. Yep. But realistically, like even going along that route, what's saving another seven thousand dollars? You know. Like if you're if you're willing to go and get a loan, take the time to save another seven thousand, so that way you can get a plot of land like an acre of land for eighty grand, right? And then on top of that, you're gonna have forty grand to build a, you know, little modest home there, like a little small, tiny home, all in the same loan. So that way, when you actually you know, are living there, you're going to be probably paying like, <laughs> I don't know. Depends on, you could probably get like a 25 year loan. So it's probably like 25, 30 years. You're probably paying like 800 to 1200 bucks a month. Yeah, fuck that. That's still good. So at least then you own the land. So when it comes time that you, actually want to build a home you're spending 800 bucks a month right and then you can still have a little money for saving aside like oh you're know. talking about for like rent i'm talking for Thanks. your mortgage yeah oh, that's yeah not yeah that's what i meant like if you if you saved another seven thousand to get like a a hundred twenty thousand dollar loan that way you could build a little forty thousand dollar tiny home there and then it'd be like 800 bucks a month to 1200 bucks a month for your mortgage and then everything else would be however much. Which is still not bad. Yeah, I mean, utilities, as long as you're not, like, keeping shit on all day, all night. Electricity is probably going to cost, like, anywhere from, like, 80 to 120. That's when uh, you get a fucking generator. <laughs> or solar panels. I was going to say that, or solar panels. So you it's can like, order that shit off Amazon. You know, there's a lot of things to consider to save money now. Um, but yeah, it may not seem luxurious at first, but at least you're free of the bounds of, you know, I have to pay this person. Otherwise I'm going to get kicked out. I mean, you still have to pay your mortgage. Otherwise they'll just reclaim it. But at least it's more motivation to say like, this is my home. I'm paying to keep this home forever. Never lose it to anyone else. So there's that. Yeah, that's what I want eventually, man. I mean, I think in a 
two to three, maybe four year span, you can save $12,000. If you're being like very minuscule in terms of putting into it. You say three to four years? Yeah, I, that's what I'm like. Three to four. I mean, if you save every single check, yeah, you can definitely do that in three to four months. But if you have other obligations, that's why I say three to four years. I need to start saving up harder. I mean, realistically, if you had the capabilities of saving $500 a month, you'd be able to save it in two years. Or a $120,000 loan, assuming you have good enough credit. But there's also the probability of you being able to save for 12 months and do it for $1,000 a month. That's a year. $1 million. You know, I don't know exactly how much you get paid a month, but... If that is a possibility and that's what you want and making those sacrifices to do such it could be worth it who knows well it is just a sacrifice it is it's a sacrifice legitimately that is all it is like are you willing to not have it or, or like, be able to go out to McDonald's for a year. <laughs> yeah. Which is hard. That's the hardest thing. It's like, those small things that we take for granted are luxuries. You know, being able to stop at the corner store on your way home from work and pick up a Sprite is a luxury. Is a luxury that we just take for granted. Spending four bucks on an energy drink is a luxury. <laughs> I know this motherfucker struggling for four dollars. It's like it's crazy, bro. It's insane. It's like so many things that we feel should just be like basic rights or like basic things that people should be able to obtain are luxuries. Like, it's insane. Like, I don't think that should be the case. It's just, it is what it is. I think everyone should be able to go to the freaking corner store or go to McDonald's, you know, every couple days. <laughs> that seems fair. That's... How much? God? No, it does seem fair because, I mean, it, again, we do take a lot of stuff for granted. We think we should have. Everything we think everything should just be given to us in a sense. Yeah, I can about other worlds and other countries. You just think of like it's like some of the things that we would be able to do here, we would definitely not be able to do over there. Yeah, like you and your dabs get your hand (laughs) cut off, (laughs) get your hand cut off for doing. I don't care about weed, the Mary Jane Watson. What they do care about if you fucking 
steal. Better not steal shit. That's your ass, Mr. Postman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Hey. You know that meme? That's the old, old dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just out here vibing, bro. Yeah, I don't know, man. Over I here think. Fucking trying to survive. What are you playing? Mordo. Oh. I'm literally sitting here with a screen open with our meters, making sure things don't peak. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. Looking at a couple of bars that are green, yellow, and red, and making sure they don't go into the red too heavy. I'm a peeker. You tweaker. No, 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 you're not peeking, but if you're peeking, I would have told you. You don't want to see my peeking tweaking? I mean, you can very easily peek. <laughs> no, that wasn't loud enough here. <laughs> like, um, like if I were to cough into the mic, that would make a peek. Like, <coughs> that's a peek. Like you can talk like you. <laughs> you can definitely like talk pretty loud like this is still relatively good I'm talking pretty loud I peaked a little bit there because I like had a plosive with a P but yeah this well, might fucking knife bitches knife bitches I barely even know her I know, huh? <laughs> no, but, uh, so now how was, uh, what'd you eat for dinner? I had hamburguesa con papas ensalada. What type of, what type of cheeseburger and fries? Uh, I said papas ensalada, so potatoes, oh, potato, potato salad, potato salad, oh. <laughs> potato enchiladas. Yeah. That'd actually be kind of good. Like you like fry up some like small chunks of potato like like you would for breakfast and then you roll them up in enchilada. That'd be kind of fire. Like do like a breakfast enchilada. That does not sound good. That does not sound good at all. Okay. Think about it this way, right? Actually, do you like yolk eggs? Sometimes. So think about it this way, right? You have the... You have the enchiladas, right? You wrap them up, you put the red sauce over it, but also you serve it with two yolk eggs or a sunny side over easy, however you prefer them, on top of them. So you pop the yolk and you have it mixed with that red sauce, that salty flavor, and then you like have the potatoes in there. Ooh, that'd actually be kind of good. Maybe throw some bacon in there if that's your jazz, I don't know. I'm not a big bacon guy. In my opinion, bacon's kind of mid. Bacon's okay. Yeah, I don't think it's great. Like, I'll take bacon. Depends on the bacon. Like, I'll eat it. Like, if you're offering me bacon, I'm not going to turn it down. But I definitely think sausage is the S tier for breakfast. 
Breakfast sausage? Breakfast sausage is not good. You don't like like freaking sausage and muffins from McDonald's? Those are cool, but they're not all that in a bag of chips. What's your preferred breakfast meat, then? If it's any type of sausage, it has to be like a a link. Yeah, but like the breakfast sausage link. You're talking about... I, I use the patty as an example. Patty. I use that as an example, but I like sausage links, like breakfast sausage links. Those are bomb. I just prefer sausage in general for breakfast. I also prefer sausage in general. You know what I'm saying? Wink, wink. <laughs> no, but I definitely prefer sausage over bacon. Even if it's in patty form, I prefer it over bacon. And that's your opinion, you know? Some people really like it. I just, I don't like the extra little... What's that red shit in sausage? Probably like a red pepper flake. Yeah, that shit's gross. Not all of it has that. If you get like a mild sausage, it probably doesn't have that. But... Well, well, we still never answered. I kind of cut you off. Uh, what's your preferred breakfast meat then? I just told you. It'd be like a sausage link. Oh, okay. So it's specifically sausage link. I thought you were just saying like sausage link is better than patty. Yeah. I, you know, I'll take a sausage link over a patty. Okay. Especially when they're grilled. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's like no contest. What about... Uh, what about for like SOS? Do you like SOS? I don't know what that is. I only think of the SOS pads. Uh, sausage gravy with biscuits. Okay. How would you like that? Yeah. That's so bomb. I like that type of sausage in there. Like in chunks. Yeah, yeah. Like ground sausage. I love sausage, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's like chorizo, or as the the white folks say it, chorizo. Aramizo. Do you like chorizo? Is that a... Does, have you ever had that? I don't even know what that is. It's like a Mexican sausage, but it's like a ground sausage. They, they, they do it in Link sometimes, but... Like, I don't know if you ever seen those. They're like tubes at like the grocery store. It'll uh-huh. say like, it'll have like a little rancher guy on top of, or it'll be like a little cowboy with red outlining. And it'll be like, it'll say chorizo, C-H-O-R-I, oh, C-H-O-R-I-Z-O. I would have to see it. Yeah, you probably had it. If you've ever, I don't know, had like a Mexican breakfast, you probably had it. <laughs> No, I haven't. I think you're going to have to try it, man. Should he sell with eggs? Oh, fire. Do you like scrambled eggs with that shit so mixed into it with some potatoes? Oh, bro, I'm telling you, that shit hit. It hit. But I think that about does it at that, at that note mm. for this, uh, this week's podcast. Again, it's well, been your boy, Chef, the host, and Mr. Ock Ock. Why do you call me Ock Ock like that? 
Because it sounds like the gawk gawk. I know. I know. <laughs> you put too so much emphasis on it the last time. That's why I was like, yeah. I always say awk awk. Just how you said it that last time sounds a little too crazy. Well, that's because my- I was in the commentator voice, okay? I was doing but an outro. It was, it was good talking to y'all. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Of course. Au revoir. Au revoir. And never buy pre-built homes. Bye.